0: Now, this Friday, March 8th, people will be asked to vote in two referendums proposing changes to the Irish Constitution. Today, we are looking at the arguments put forward specifically around the proposed Care Amendment. It proposes to delete two articles, 41.21 and 41.22, referring to the life of women in the home, while inserting a new article on the provision of care. Currently, it says that through their life within the home, women give to the state a support without which the common good can not be achieved. It also says the state shall endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. It's being proposed these will both be replaced with a new Article 42B, saying the state recognises that the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. Earlier, I was joined in studio by Dr Maeve O'Rourke, a lecturer at University of Galway, who's advocating a no vote, and Keith Walsh, Senior Counsel and former Chair of the Law Society of Ireland, who's in favour of the proposed amendment. First, Keith outlines why he's supporting a yes vote.
1: Well, a yes vote is essential to remove an antiquated, out-of-date and out-of-touch Article 41.2. The the Constitution really is about a statement of rights. Um, uh, It's not just symbolic. And I think the removal of this article... Uh, shows how really uh, families ha- have changed since 1937. Even in 1937, women were protesting that this article would affect their economic rights outside the home. And I, I think it needs to go because it assigns a role to women in the ho- home that's out of touch. It's by association devalues the work that women do outside the home. It excludes fathers, grandparents, uncles and other family members. Uh, From caring in in the family in in terms of a symbolic way in the constitution. It was a hollow promise at the time that really did fail women and in terms of just the historical background, it was posed by women in 1937 as potentially limiting their economic opportunities outside the home. Louise uh, Crowley who was on the programme last week said that certainly she objected to it on the basis that she felt it devalued uh, her work outside the home and also that she felt uh, in in some ways less uh, like a because she worked outside the home, which is completely unacceptable in 2024. It relegated women to second-class citizens within the home even as well as outside the home because the father was viewed as the custodian of the children until a Tilson case in the 50s. He got the childcare allowance until 1974. Women couldn't enter into contracts until the Married Women's Status Act. It was only in 1965 that women got automatic succession act rights and only in 1976 the Family Home Protection Act protected the family home uh, for women. So even historically it, it has failed women both inside the home and outside the home and it does uh, need uh, to go. The other point I suppose is the constitution has traditionally tr- protected the institution of marriage at the expense of the family members, such as uh, the mother and uh, particularly the children. We've had uh, the amendment, uh, the children amendment, which is, if you like, given a voice to children within the family. Um, And now this um, amendment uh, seeks to uh, give a voice uh, to fathers uh, within uh, the family and also seeks to change some of the discriminatory um, gender uh, biased language within the constitution, which really has no place in our society and I suppose looking at the census statistics between 2016 and 2022, the number of people who were providing regular unpaid care uh, increased by over 50% from 195,000 people in 2016 to 300,000 in 2022. And a greater proportion of the unpaid care was provided by females compared with males, which was 61% of carers were female and 39% uh, were male. And so, I suppose for all of those reasons, we want to see uh, the removal of Uh, of this article and then there are plenty of reasons why we would like to see a new article inserted and it's just unfortunate it's called a care article.
0: Thank you for that. Mavel Rourke, to you now. You've said you will be voting no. What are your concerns? Very reluctantly, I will
2: vote no. Not because I'm happy with the existing Article 41.2, but because I think what the government's proposing to replace Article 41.2 with is harmful. The government has rejected what the Citizens' Assembly recommended in 2021 and that Citizens' Assembly was explicitly set up by Taoiseach Leo Varadkar in 2018 to figure out how to replace Article 41. 1.2 and what they decided after two years of legal advice and deliberation was that Irish society needs a right to care in the constitution that would be guaranteed by the wording, the state shall take reasonable measures to support care within and outside the home. And that reasonable measures language comes from the South African constitution. It's a way of allowing judges to rule on a so-called socio-economic right without overstepping the separation of powers. I think it's harmful to replace the women in the home provision with something that's also not a right. Women were never able to actually use article 41.2 in court because the Supreme Court said that the words endeavour to ensure don't create a legal right but yet the government is now asking us to insert a brand new article on care in the fundamental rights section of our Constitution that won't create a legal right because of its wording that the state will strive to support family members care for each other. But even on the level of symbolism, I still think it's very harmful to create a definition or picture of care in our constitution that only acknowledges family as the location of care and that says absolutely nothing about the state's responsibility to organise and ensure access to professional care and care in the community where people can be included as independent members of society. There's such a lack of home and community care services in many parts of Ireland. We have no legislation that provides entitlements to these services, which is completely out of step with our neighbouring jurisdictions, we are still institutionalising people unnecessarily and routinely because of our lack of community and home care services. And I think because people aren't seen as rights holders when they need care. And that's why the Citizens
0: Assembly recommended an enforceable legal right. So you've raised your points there. We will discuss some of those in detail. Let's first go to the origins, though, of this care referendum. And it it stemmed from that intent to change the so-called woman in the home clause. Just first to you Maeve, well that has turned into something much wider we know than just that clause. Do you accept though that this so-called woman in the home clause should be removed?
2: Well I'm not happy with Article 41.2 but I, and I don't know anybody actually personally who is, but I'm not willing and I think many people aren't willing to give up on the right to care that we should and can have in the Irish constitution. Disabled people are rightly concerned and so are many others that the government's wording will fill up that space in the constitution's fundamental rights provisions that says care. And once it says the thing about care that the government wants next week. It'll be very
0: difficult to change that. When you mention that word wording, we hear acknowledgement that it doesn't go far enough. In terms of the word strive to support regarding the provision of care, Keith, do you see that as a commitment or aspiration?
1: I I see it more of an aspiration, but in relation to Maeve's point, I just want to say we have to vote on Friday on what's on the ballot paper, if you like. We have to vote on what we can change. And I, I I think of my own daughters and my mother who worked outside the home, my grandmother, and I think we would be letting them down if we allowed forty one point two to remain in the Constitution. So I think it's very important. There is no there is no option which Mave wants in the in the constitutional referendum on Friday to allow us to legislate or to 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 put into the constitution uh, care outside the home. It's not there. I think that should be there, and I think it can be done. But that's for advocacy after the referendum. And I I do accept Mave's points, and I think we're very close on them.
2: How do you feel about that, Mave? In response, I don't accept that the only thing I'm saying is that, uh, you know, we need we need to vote down this referendum because we need another one. Yes, I do think that actually the will to replace Article 41.2 will remain. And so uh, there is an opportunity for another referendum. But I fundamentally think that putting in something that's not a right in 2024 into our fundamental rights section of our constitution is harmful. And I also think that the symbolism is harmful. Um, How we define care and whether we... protect the right to reasonable measures in support of it or not, is actually how about, how about we about how we move on from the society that was created by ideologies such as the one in Article 41.2. For a century, the Irish state has paid money to church organisations and now a mix of church and other private organisations to provide social care without treating the people who
0: are in need of the assistance as rights holders. And when you talk about that need for assistance, turning to the issue of disability, because it has become a significant part of this debate. Families expressing concern that care will fall to them alone because of the wording and also <clears throat> where it leaves adults who require care. Do you think, Keith, the referendum is recognising care in all its forms?
1: No, it clearly isn't and it's not intended to do. It's simply recognising care within the family. And I, I suppose it, I'm in an unusual situation in that I, uh, my eldest child, um suffers from Down syndrome, so I, I've seen it first hand how the state treats uh, people with disability. She's in school at the minute. I've also acted for vulnerable high, uh, uh, vulnerable adults in the High Court and I see how care just disappears once you hit 18 from the HSE and the terrible difficulties that parents face. This referendum does nothing to help those uh, parents once your child is over 18. So I, that, I'm very clear on what this referendum does and I'm still saying vote yes because the enemy is the best if you like the best is the enemy of the good we have to take our chance while we get it we may not get the referendum that Maeve is looking for in our lifetime but maybe my lifetime I'm a bit older but I really think we need to vote yes in order to, to bank and to get what is on offer at the minute to remove this discriminatory provision and also to recognise care within the family and the different and modern gender roles that fathers and mothers and other relations uh, occupy currently
0: And on that Maeve while you're recognising the issues at hand with the current article you still feel feel the status quo is better than opting for what is currently on the table?
2: Um, I think that the only way actually of ever getting a right to care, to support for care, to reasonable measures in support of care in the home and community is actually for this referendum not pass because like I said before and I think as we all feel there will still be the will to get rid of the article 41.2 so one opposition leader has already committed to holding the proper referendum. I'll go to the words of a member of the Citizens Assembly on gender equality who gave an interview to the Journal.ie. She said, For two years we worked on this with many legal experts on the wording. I find myself unable to support what I hand on heart supported 100% as the onus is being put on the family of which most carers are women. I don't have family to take care of my child after I die so will he end up in a home? After fighting all his 22 years for services and listening to service providers talking about independence, the wording needs to go back to what the Assembly proposed in the first place or bring members
0: back to work with legal teams on better wording. And speaking of better wording, Keith, the Electoral Commission has has taken the view that Endeavour, which is currently in the Constitution, is currently being used and that's proposed to be changed to Strive, which she says means try very hard. Would you agree that there's a difference between the wording and an improvement?
1: Possibly there's a slight improvement but I, I suppose to go back to the the, the point again that, that Maeve has made, uh, I, I just want want to really make the point that I, I wouldn't wait for a politician's promise in advance of an election for another referendum. There's only one referendum well there's two referendums but there's only one day to vote on both referendums, that's next Friday. We have to exercise our franchise. I really would hate to see people using the second referendum, the CARE referendum as a protest vote in relation to disability rights And I really urge people to vote yes, to get rid of this discriminatory, outdated, out of touch, out of place uh, language in relation to, to women in the home.
0: And Maeve, a final word from you on it?
2: I just completely reject the idea that a no vote from people who are in the same position as me is a protest vote. It's a vote for the Ireland that we desperately want to see. And what's going to be needed, regardless of the outcome, is massive solidarity across civil society, amongst everybody who's affected, which is us all, by the state's provision or not of reasonable measures to support care in the home and community. Uh, It's civil society and the people who enable, you know, referendums to take place, who put the pressure on the politicians. I think the government has put us all in an extremely difficult position here because, like I say, I think the vast majority of people want rid of Article 41.2 but what many people want and are not willing to give up on is that we would actually have an enforceable right to the care that we all so desperately need.
0: And that was Maeve O'Rourke and Keith Walsh debating the care referendum earlier.